Welcome to In Between the Record with John and Hollis. It's just two guys having fun discussing obscure and non-mainstream conspiracies and mysteries. We invite you to sit back, relax, listen to our nonsense. Hope you enjoy. With me as always is the reputable, skillful, and hyper-intelligent co-host of our show, Mr. Hollis Parks. Hollis, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderfully. I'm doing wonderfully. No insults. Uh, yeah, this time. I, I, I am. I was smiling, and if you turned the volume up, you probably heard me go inhale a few times because I was <laughs> waiting for it. Where's it coming? <laughs> it's coming. Damn it, it's coming. Yeah. So I'm doing great. Um, a bit tired. Uh, as long as we can. Uh, so yeah, we're really looking forward to, to talking about something that's not so unmainstream. Um, and you know, if you're in the know, you may know all of this. If you aren't in the know, you may not know any of this. And and some of it may be correct, and some of it may be crazy, and some of it may be completely and totally factually false. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna use it like that, man, um, and and talk about our subject of the day, mm-hmm. which is gonna be an interesting one. By the way, John and I haven't really talked about this before. We did, but we did. We did. Yeah, um, but but we're we're changing the subject matter and we're taking two different sides of this one, so see where it meets out in the middle. Now I I have to interject here and say that I'm not particularly taking a side. I just don't know enough to claim to be an expert. Me Either way, um, I I believe you have more experience medically and experientially. To have a much more valid opinion on the topic. Um, but, you know, in my early 20s, I was much more... How should I put this? Passionate about alternative conspiracies. You know, the, the monopolization of the agricultural industry by Monsanto, which is not really a conspiracy. It's, it's more of a truth, but, you know, people don't really want to hear it. Other than, you know the theorists out there, or 9-11, or Operation Northwoods, or the military-industrial complex, and all these things fascinated me, and I, you know, after my first child was born, I sort of took a turn towards introspection, and and spirituality, and trying to figure out what's wrong with me, rather than what's wrong with the world, but we, we know there's a lot of issues today with, with vaccines, um, there's a lot of controversy, and I think it's important, and I, I believe I speak for the for both of us when I say that it's it's a very valid discussion to have. And even though 
we typically like to keep our shows pretty lighthearted. I mean, except for the whole, uh, you know, um, operate dark. We had some dark, dark, we, yeah. dark, 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 yeah, biochemical warfare. It was pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna keep riding that horse for a little while, uh, and we're gonna discuss the COVID vaccines and let's see if we get pulled from Apple iTunes because folks have been pulled from various platforms for discussing things like this. And we're, I don't think we're going to say don't do it or do it. Uh, you know, most of my family, including my mother, my grandmother, but they've taken it, you know, the Moderna vaccine. And I think yours have too. Yeah, Pfizer. Pfizer. So that being said that that was my preface to what we're about to discuss. And Hollis is pretty much going to take the reins from here. And I'll interject, you know, from time to time. So Hollis. I'm going to preface my preface with this preface. We'll give um, preface away. I am, I am one of those vaccinated individuals that you know. Um, yellow fever, cholera, you know, all the hepatitis. Yes, 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 yes. I've pretty much taken them all. I do believe in vaccines. I do. Um... I do not take vaccines anymore. Uh, I never have had a flu shot. Actually, the last vaccine that I took was two years ago, and that was tetanus. And I was at like 17 years. Forgot about that one. Um, and I don't want to die of broke back fever, so which we discussed in an earlier podcast, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so I believe in vaccines. Um, but I also have the background of what you've heard before of knowing what's going on behind the scenes of pharmaceutical corporations. We worked at a pharmaceutical corporation, you and I, mm-hmm. um, and we learned a lot. There's a lot, oh, yeah. lots we learned about that. Very scary, scary stuff. Um, Rhymes with smash, 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 and Adco without yeah. naming names. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, both companies no longer exist, bought out in Chapter 7. Um, but still, we're all under the yeah, we don't need to talk about that. So um, I'm not, I'm not going to say whether to take it or not. I'm not. I can tell you what I'm going to do, what my wife's going to do. Uh, but I just needed to say that that you know I I I am vaccinated. I am not an anti-vaxxer by any way, shape, or means. I will be vaccinating my children, not on all of them. They don't need a hepatitis shot at three years old. Well, they also don't need cholera or, uh, or yellow fever. Uh, it, or mumps or, or measles yeah. or, yeah. you know, polio. They don't need. So anyways, uh, that's that's my preface. Tetanus. So, in case you haven't figured out, we're going to talk about COVID today. Um, and bum, I'm really bum, looking for, I really think that we are going to, I think we're going to get pulled for this, even though we're going to be quite nice about it. So. I hope not. I hope not, too. We'll we're on eight platforms right now. And, you know, to the three listeners that are. That are dedicated to us. Hey, this one's for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to the other ones that pop in and out all the time, uh, you're awesome as well. We love you. Where are you, Mom? Um, <laughs> anyways, so, uh, so here's my thought. Um, starting with starting with COVID as a whole. Uh, last time we discussed the... Well, not last time, two times ago. Biowarfare, we discussed what was going on in the Wuhan lab where everything in the United States got stopped and it went to Wuhan, Right. Um, since then, it has come out that they were working. Indeed, they were working on bat. Uh, they were working on 
bat SARS viruses in conjunction with human SARS viruses and then combine it together with other viruses in order to really, really make it nasty in, in a gain-of-function sort of way. Now, whether it came from a bat of a variety that really never was at the the, the wet market or from the, or from the 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 level four biolab in Wuhan, um, uh-huh. it doesn't re- it doesn't really matter. The fact is that it it, it came most likely from Wuhan. Um, that's where they found it. Now, my first experience with COVID was in 2019, December 31st. Um, I had seen things that were happening in China and some news aggravators that I have worked with and have given stuff to. Um, mm-hmm. I, have, I have given things to. I, I have given not seen articles to pretty famous and most of their show on it from mm. most likely what I gave to them. And I've gotten the thanks for it, too. So I saw it on December 31st, 2019. I was watching it the entire time I was on my honeymoon because I was in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. The Chinese got pulled from New Zealand while I was there. Um, very, very, I was on top of it. I was one of the first people to wear a mask. I was wearing a mask in late February. Um, I am one of those people that took all the toilet paper. <laughs> yes, I am. Toilet paper order? I am. I, am. I, bought, I bought every Home Depot, every Lowe's. Uh, I saw out, that when out. I was up there last time. You yeah. had like a whole warehouse full of it. Yeah. <laughs> and out of toilet paper and out of N95 masks. I Just have, invest I, in a bidet, folks. Just get a bidet like the rest yeah. of the world. Yeah. And and I I have tons of N95s. Um, and I was using them too. Um, now, I also need to preface that with, well, I also need to say this. Mm-hmm. I stopped wearing my mask probably in February. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, you know, when I was up there, you yelled at me for wearing a mask when we entered, uh, uh Well, Walmart. only in places that were privately owned businesses where they were going to give us grief. I, I, I'm not, I don't like to stir stuff up. I, I don't like to be the center of attention anymore. And, you know, when you walk into a privately owned business and there's signs everywhere that say wear a mask, I just, just wear the mask. You know, that's just my philosophy. And it, for me, it's, it's not such a big deal but for a lot of people it's the principle behind it it's it's the point that you know they can't control what we do and now the cdc saying if you're vaccinated don't wear a mask well what are we going to do tattoo a v on our forehead how the hell are they going to know if we're not vaccinated you know oh, that's coming that's coming <laughs> <laughs> the mark of the beast yeah that's coming well it, it, that's coming so so we all know we all live covid guys what the hell happened in it but we do we do got to discuss you know just after the election what happened um week after the election or a few days after the election uh was decided for biden um i think pfizer came out the fact that they had the vaccine um moderna came out like a week later johnson and johnson came out mm-hmm. uh sputnik um also came out by the way john in all truth and all honesty yeah sputnik the russian one in all truth and all honesty if uh if Sputnik was allowed in the United States, I would have already been vaccinated with it. Just let you know. Really? Um, yeah, unequivocally, I would do it. Um, you know, because I, I, I'm, a, I'm around my parents. You know, and I think that one's as is better for you. And it's it's the old style vaccine versus the new mRNA vaccines, um, which is strange because why why not allow that to be sold here in the United States? And why do we only get mRNA? 
I find that crazy. Um, anyways, so we all lived it. And so the vaccines came out. Um, and the vaccines are causing a, a problem reaction solution again. So you have the problem of people who had the vaccines um, are saying, well, if I had the vaccine, then I can't get COVID. That's a lie. You can. Um, and right. We'll, it's just not as powerful that. of a variant, right? You're not going to die, according to this, experts. There's not a lot of evidence for that either. Um, and, and so what, what really bothered me was the PCR test, you know, kerfluffle, where the CDC and the NIH go ahead and change the different times or different cycles. So how PCR test is it magnifies the DNA inside a sample. And then once it magnifies it, it find, eventually it finds the DNA and you're like, oh, we have this much DNA, you have crossed a threshold. So if you do like 10 cycles, you know, it's not going to tell you much, but because you just, you haven't increased it yet. If you do like 25 cycles, okay, now that's about right for, you know, ready. That's now we're talking yes. <clears throat> when you cross about 28 to 30 cycles, then it starts to give false positives by the time you get to 40 cycles you're just false positing everything um you know had a cold five years ago you're you're positive you're asymptomatic for covid congratulations um and a lot of people who i know were asymptomatic um uh, a personal story but tested had, positive yeah yeah but they're asymptomatic a, a personal story we had a i was working for an different company at the time and um several people who worked together one of them got covid um and he got it because he had to be tested for it because his uncle got it and he'd been in contact with his uncle and he and everybody on their, tr on, on their truck, on, on their work crew, mm -hmm. all tested positive for COVID. Everybody wow. who had worked with them in the previous week also tested positive for COVID. One person didn't. He said, not no, but hell no. I'm going to go get my own test. That was the brother of the person who originally tested positive. Okay. He did not have COVID. The other people all tested at 100%. Two weeks later, something similar happened. Everybody tested a positive for it. It wasn't the fact that they were having COVID. It was the fact that the place that they were going to had run the cycles up to the point where everybody was positive, 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 positive. With any These type of symptom. Yeah, they any, turn up positive, any, right? anything, anything, they would turn positive. And so... The company said, screw that. We're not going to send our people there anymore. And you know what? No more COVID outbreaks. Now, coincident? Yeah, maybe. Did they really have COVID and were also asymptomatic? That's actually a possibility. Um, or was it the PCR tests were cranked too high? Well, mm -hmm. when did they lower the PCR tests? The day Biden got inaugurated. Now, if you look at the COVID graph of people who are being diagnosed with COVID, immediately on January 6th, it drops right, or January 21st, it just drops right off a cliff. It's because they dropped the PCR test cycles. Now, this gets in, this, now we're going to get into conspiracy theory land. What is a PCR test? And what does that stand for? I, I used to know it. PCR. Ah. <laughs> uh, Poly polymerase chain reaction test. Yeah. Polymerase chain reaction, yeah. Performed to detect genetic material from a specific organism, such as a virus. It detects the presence of a virus if you are infected at the time of the test. Yep. No. It can also detect fragments of the test even if you're no longer infected. 
Yes, but if you run that bad boy up to you know fifty cycles, it's gonna it's gonna test positive. So if you had a cold, you know, three years ago, four years ago, then bang, you know, it'll it'll come up positive. So when you say cycles, you mean the test runs through and runs through and runs through and runs through, magnifies it, magnifies it, magnifies it, magnifies it, magnifies until it it finds something. Yeah, and so you can do it like twenty eight cycles, and that's gonna be you know, a whole lot less more accumulation than 40 or 50 cycles. And some of these places, and that's why DeSantis um, made them decide, or down in Florida said, you have to show how many cycles you're doing. And then Florida, and right after DeSantis did that, the level of cases dropped right through. Right through yeah, the because place. these pharmacies and these testing um, um, kiosks or organizations or what have you, they were being incentivized. They're getting to- paid for positives. Right, mm-hmm. and and so you, you most recently they now go ahead and say they they dropped it to twenty eight cycles, and now in order for someone who's had the vaccine to test positive for COVID, they have to have symptoms as well as a positive PCR test. That is not so for the people who are not uh, who have not taken the vaccine. So just by on its face, you're going to see immediately right now, starting this week, you know, last week in May, you're going to see a drop off, a serious drop off in cases um, of people having who have had who have had the vaccines mm-hmm. and you now get COVID because they there's now a dual system. It's not just a positive PCR test. It's a positive PCR test for people who are haven't taken the vaccine, and it's positive plus symptoms for people who mm-hmm. have. So that is that that is going to basically st- have a performance error. That's that you're not going to you're not you've just fudged the data. And another thing that fudges fudged the data was PCR. So in my opinion, the amount of COVID nineteen cases were artificially elevated um, by by droves, by absolute droves. Because everybody I know who tested positive for COVID-19... Were completely asymptomatic, right? And and it's due to the incentivization of having positive tests, which blows my mind. You would would think it would be the opposite. Yep. And and so I, I shouldn't say that. I've met a few people, I've met three or four that have had COVID and were sick as dogs. But I know over fifty people who weren't. <coughs> that's that's that doesn't that can, that doesn't mean anything really in the world. Let's be honest. But that that gives me that feeling of like, huh. So you had an increase in in people getting the disease. Um, okay, got it. There's more people who who were tested positive than actually got it. Probably a factor of four or five, I'm sure. And then you had the deaths. Now, the deaths were concentrated in just a few places, um, a few hospitals in New York, um, a few hospitals in Chicago, a few hospitals here and there and, and what have you. And they were associated with putting people on ventilators and they would just blow their lungs out um, and kill them, you know, medically, but they'd kill them, really. And that was a big big issue of how many deaths we had when we started to go ahead as a nation to get a better way forward and not use the uh ventilators now remember in the beginning ventilators this ventilators that what's his name the um governor of new york como 
Cuomo. Um, Cuomo asked for 40,000 ventilators. Remember that? Ford Motors started making ventilators out of air conditioners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like everybody wanted ventilators. And well, it came out that they were blowing the lungs out. Um, so now they've basically stopped all the COVID deaths by going ahead and giving, you know, people HCQ, hydroxychloroquine, or other or another baskets of drugs um, that will go ahead and, and basically ram uh, zinc into your cells. Keep the keep the COVID from spreading, and then they also hit your lungs with um, a uh, steroid. A steroid, and that that saves the lives. Um, famously, here in in North Carolina, we had a murder, and the coroner put the cause of death COVID, um, and then the defendant went ahead and said, "Well, you can't say that I murdered the guy because the cause of death is COVID, um, so you have to drop it to aggravated assault or assault with a deadly weapon because I didn't kill him. COVID killed him." Um, you had what motorcycle accident in Florida and a skydive accident in Florida mm-hmm. that were test that were COVID deaths and counted as COVID deaths. We had a police shooting in the Carolinas that counted as a COVID death. So the deaths were increased, but the the efficient and real true treatments for the disease were you know, very very much last year censored. Um, and you had people, you know, in front of the Lincoln Monument talking about, you know, we have a cure. This is what it is. And they said it's hydroxychloroquine mixed with mm-hmm. another medication mixed with the inhaler story, um, which is what's being used worldwide now. And, uh, and in most places in the United States, just quietly. Um, but there is a huge, huge press against that. Well, you can't get an emergency authorization for medication unless there is no viable alternative treatment for that disease right which brings us to the vaccine um so i'm going to split this into i believe this to be true i believe this may be true i believe this could be true and i think this is fucking cuckoo forget not forget (laughs) my french and Um, this is this is regarding vaccines and whether they were rigorously tested found to be safe with the mRNA technology, yeah, and okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna go through and talk about the most cuckoo one of them all right now, and it's being censored live time, and I think it's absolutely fascinating, and if you were sitting in in the the audience and you've had your COVID jab, please go get a magnet, just just pause this and get a magnet. So uh, wait, wait, a a magnet? Yeah, yeah. Get a magnet. And so here's the here's the cuckoo idea, and and I, I think this needs to be addressed. And you and please, if you can find them, watch the videos on Vimeo or BitChute or YouTube. It's pretty precious. Um, you take a magnet and you put it up against your your COVID shot area, right? And mm-hmm. a, a good uh, a, not a fridge magnet, but like a real good magnet will stick to the. Uh, we'll stick to the uh, vaccination site. Vaccination site, yeah. And so here's the thought: they inject you with nanobots, and the nanobots go ahead and tear apart your hemoglobin for the metal, and then they are building something inside your injection point that will either a track you, b mark of the beast you, or c a whatever. And that's why the magnet then goes ahead and, and can attach to that point. Oh. First, yeah, and so, oh, and so, if this is true, um, 
if it really is true that you now have a magnetic part of your arm, um, then oh my god, right? But I I I can't fathom it. Um, and I, 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 I think it's so cuckoo. I might really be like, Hey dad, can I put a marble in the magnet against your arm? You know, <laughs> Here's um, a, go get a neodymium magnet. Neodymium. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, just, just put it against his arm. Like, oh, 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 okay. You're okay. You got, you got the saline. Um, you got the saline. And so speaking of that, and this is a great, head <coughs> this is another one of those little cuckoo ones. Um, so a woman who was in a vaccine, like a little vaccine hut on the outside of a CVS here in Charlotte, um, her sole job is to go ahead and give these vaccines. Um, and I have a personal story about one girl I spoke to multiple times over the past three months. And um, so she had to call back 21 or 23, something like that, people, because she accidentally had given them a saline shot. Now you gotta ask if you really want to give someone a saline shot. Yeah, if how you do you gotta... use the, the 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 saline shot with the actual vaccine? Why what? is there why is there saline injectable saline in a in an outdoor COVID vaccination center? Right. What, why? What what would be the point? Or maybe she gave them the wrong one. Maybe they were, these people were marked for whatever reason, go ahead and get the the real shot. And she messed up and gave them the fake shot, so she had to go ahead and give them the real shot back again. That's a little weird. Um, and that's, that, I think that's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs at this point. But still, it's, it's, a, it's a little strange. It brings my hackles up. Um, hmm. One of her compatriots is someone who I spoke to for months. And if you look at the, the vaccination data for how many people have been vaccinated... It really plateaued until they started allowing 12-year-olds to get the vaccine. Um, this was recently. This was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like a week ago. Um, and so it plateaued. And right before they let it go open for the 12-year-olds and, and up, I said, you know, how many people do you vaccinate? And she, she said, three a day. Three a day. And I'm going, whoa. How many did you vaccinate in the beginning? Hundreds a day. Wow. Um, and I think that's pretty much endemic of, of what's going on nationwide. Um, and I think, I think it, all the people who were going to get vaccinated were like, you know, lining up for their shot there. They've already got it. The people who are on the fence are like, I'll wait it out because I don't know anybody who died. And I don't know who really got sick because everybody was asymptomatic. Um, they're still sitting on the fence. Mm -hmm. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm yeah. one of those people. I, my mother, like I said, my mother was vaccinated. No, nobody's exhibiting. Half of my, the com I work in, in healthcare, specifically men mental health, and they're they're giving us the vaccines. They're offering it on site, um, and, and I'd say about ninety percent of the company has received their vaccine. So, you know, from my observations, I'm not seeing any adverse side effects other than. Right after the injection, right after the second, we used uh, Moderna, I believe, and um, right after that, a lot of them had to call out sick. They were feeling some pretty wild symptoms, uh, and uh, you know they came back next day, a couple days later, and everyone seems fine. So I'm just waiting for the whole zombie apocalypse to start setting in.
you know? See that that this is that's this. I'm, I'm working from cuckoo for cocoa puffs to back <laughs> towards real, um, and so I know a few people who've had it. Uh, well, I know a lot of people who've had the vaccine. Uh, father, um, he had no no effects. A mother, she didn't feel well. A father-in-law, I don't, I'm not really sure. Um, sister-in-law, her arm went dead for a day. Brother, he he won't talk to me about it. So, whatever. Um, I know two people who've had the vaccine wound up in ICU. Uh, wow. And um, for some pretty pretty scary stuff. Now they are fine now, but they wound up in ICU for a few days. Uh, one was a nurse, and now nobody who she works with will get vaccinated after she was. Uh, the other one is is a former coworker's uh, spouse. Uh, and now, which sure vaccine that. was it? Was it the Moderna? Uh, Moderna. Moderna. Okay. Yeah. And um, which I think is the this the it seems to be the worst of all of the three that we can get, or the four that we can get. I think actually is it five now. I forget. Uh, I know they got Johnson and Johnson's been sorted out. Uh, the AstraZeneca is 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 being used. Moderna's being used. The the big scare was with the. Uh, Coots felt Jacob's disease, C C J D, the mad cow disease, um, which would call, and then also a fatal familial insomnia, uh, which which could possibly be a, a side effect of of this uh, the, the m mRNA type of vaccine, and um, I think I think that's the the prion disease uh, with uh, you know these prions attaching to well the. Certain the, 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 this is how that started, um, and I and I put this as implausible. By the way, this is not cuckoo for cocoa land. I put this as plausible, um, and because the the person who came up with the vaccine and injected himself with the vaccine died of of uh, bad cow disease, you know the Critzfeld, and and there's only two people in the Western world who die of that anymore a year. So I mean that. That in the world of coincidences is, is pretty crazy. Now, he's had the vaccine in him or had the vaccine in him for like eight months when he passed. Um, he also had a very high dose. So I put this at possible. And here's why I put it at possible. Um, and, and feel free to interject because this is, sure. this is we would need to go back and forth on this one. Um, is you have the we all know that they have liability protection. You know, 1988 or 86. Um, you know, they had the, the, they got from Reagan, the 86 then they got the, from Reagan, the, the liability protection where you cannot be sued for, uh, for any damages that happens with the vaccine. You then have to go ahead and go through an arbiter and you have a, you know, government basically pays for the damage that they did with the vaccine. Right. Um, and so the countries that. Pfizer and Moderna and what have you are sending their stuff to, which, by the way, they've been banned in hundreds of countries, India and other large ones. Um, they make them go ahead and give them a billion or two dollars um, or a few hundred million, depending on the size of the population, in order to go ahead and offset any any lawsuits that will happen from them vaccine hurting the people of that country. Um, which is I'm not going to argue that. You know, this is, had... is wild. If it's if it's safe, why do that? Make sense? 
It does, but then I also see um, that they conducted over 90,000 tests. And um, where was my, res my resource here? Yeah, this isn't off the top of my head, folks. Um, where are we? Well, more than 90,000 people have volunteered for these vaccine trials. Mm -hmm. The Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine reduced the disease by 95%. Moderna vaccine reduced disease by 94% after volunteers completed two doses. Development, clinical trials, and approval occurred faster than seen with previous vaccines, and there are several reasons for this. First, the mRNA technology has been studied for other viral diseases like Zika virus, rabies, respiratory, um, syncytial virus for the past few years. And they're saying scientists were able to apply this familiar technology to the SARS-CoV-2 virus immediately after its discovery. Uh, they've also found that partnerships from government and private firms allowed many of the clinical trial phases to occur in parallel rather than in series, which is typically how they do their testing in the FDA. Uh, this significant, significantly sped up the process. And third, the most costly and time-consuming part of the vaccine development is scaling up manufacturing and commercial production. Um, so I, I don't know anything about what you were just saying, but from what I what I've found here, and this is <clears throat> this is based on where's the source? No, everything everything you said and. I agree in my own in my own readings is absolutely true. That also being said, there's some other weird things that go along with that. Um, well, sure, there's nefariousism going on. Yeah, there always is, and it's it's just like the biotech thing. You know, so, there's going to be some side testing to find out what, what this does to this person and why, and then they take that per It's like, uh, have you read the book uh, Next by Michael Crichton? Yes. I should no, recommend I'm that. Not, I'm not. That should be my, that should be my, my book recommendation. That is, your book, that is your book recommendation for tonight. I love that. Let's do it now. Recommend that book. I want to hear about it. Okay. Uh, all right. Terrific. Well, uh, this evening, we're going to go ahead and recommend Next by Michael Crichton. Uh, the, the the book is 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 fascinating. Uh, Michael Crichton uh, was a famous author. He passed in 2011. He wrote uh, books such as Congo. You may know him from Jurassic Park, little uh, little little series uh, that uh, that uh, he wrote, and ER. He's also wrote uh, Timeline, uh, Airframe, a lot a lot of really fascinating books. And this, this one in particular is uh, it, a number of characters, including trans genetic animals, try to survive in a world dominated by genetic research, corporate greed, and legal interventions. And although the novel is fiction, it says this novel's fiction except for parts that aren't. Um, without getting too much into detail, essentially this, this gentleman ended up getting cancer, a very rare form of cancer. And it, although it, it's rare, it's, you know, a lot of cancers are rare, it, it, the way that it attacked the body was very similar to many other cancers, and the, um, the cancer doctor, uh, what do you call those, oncologist? Don't, don't give away too much. Okay, I'm not. Um, it basically, it's, it, it, it's, it's predicated on this idea that 
there can be a patent placed on the specific profile that eradicates a disease. They could put a patent on your specific gene and they can use that gene and modify it without your permission. It's a fascinating book. I encourage all of you to read it. It's on Amazon and everywhere else books are sold. That being said, moving right along. It's only so, 528 pages, by the way. It's a really great read. It's a techno thriller. It's awesome. You should read it. Hollis. Yeah, I should. I should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish the 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 last of my uh, A American series. I'll finish those two out again. I'm rereading them. And, and I'm reading uh, Dune right now as well. Fine. I'm on chapter nine. I'm, I'll be looking forward to hearing that after after we uh, end this podcast. So, um, back to what we were saying. So, back to these prion things. It we we it, we all know that it makes a spike protein, correct? That is generally yeah. accepted. It makes a spike protein. Now, what does that spike protein do? Now, does that spike protein, you, you know, it basically makes your body allergic to whatever that spike protein is. Now, some researchers, some researchers say that that spike protein is responsible, that specific one is responsible for fast, um, fast growing cells like the placenta. Uh, the brain is another one. Uh, lung tissue is another one. Um, and that it, 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 your body will start to have an allergic reaction to those. Now, that is predicated on what happened before. So in years past, we did do some trials, okay? And we did the trials on ferrets. Um, we did the trials on uh, rats. We did the trials on a bunch of stuff, right? So I'm just going to mm -hmm. go ahead and, and go through what they want just real quick. Um, if you'd like to go ahead and look them up, I'm going to give you enough information to go ahead and, and <coughs> a 2004, um, they're doing, they're trying to get uh, a vaccine on, on ferrets. Well, guess what? The ferrets all got hepatitis. Their, their livers rotted up. Um, 2005 oh, mice and civets, uh, they became sick. And when they got COVID after they got vaccinated, the, Coronavirus was even more magnified when they got sick, and a lot of them died. Okay, 2012, they tried the same thing, right? Um, the ferrets died. They all died. They all died, all of them, uh, when they got uh, given the vaccine. Hopefully, it didn't get something close to that. Then, later on, there's also study in mites, um, study in mice and ferrets. Late that same year, they got uh, a lung disease. Same thing happened in a mice, a mice a test in 2016, okay? So if you go back even further beyond that, and this is, this is not for an mRNA vaccine, this is just for a normal vaccine. Mm -hmm. uh, in the 1960s, um, they wanted to get a, a respiratory syncytial virus vaccine for influence, um, rough equivalent to the cold. It's close, not really, but it's close. Um, in a study, they vaccinated tons of kids. 80% of the kids who then later got that um, vaccination wound up in the hospital. And then two of them died. 80%. So you're looking at a situation where, with some justice, people are terrified of what this is going to actually do. And with also some justice, there is no 
No, they don't have any liability for it. Now, why would a corporation like Pfizer give you a medication that's going to give you long-term debilitating things going on in your body? Well, that's pretty easy to sell you more drugs. It's a profit motive there. Johnson Johnson, profit motive. Moderna, profit motive. So if they give you something that messes you up and but doesn't kill you, then you're now on the hook for an entire lifetime of buying their drugs and, and giving right. your hard-earned cash to their drugs. So there's an, there's an incentive on their part. Am I saying they did it? No. Do I know, because I worked for um, yeah. earlier, that they do do it and have cascading health issues and you know, this drug versus this drug, this drug will put you on more medications and you have to, sooner. You have to, take, you have to take the next medication to combat the side effects of the previous medication and then add infinitum. Add infinitum and then then, you know, People did research in it. I know. I, I know. I personally know they did it. And um, I, and so what they'll do is they'll go ahead and get the medications. They'll f- figure out which one's the most profitable in the long term. And then they'll go ahead and give you the second medication. Uh, or the one that's the most profitable. Not the one that's best. The one that's most profitable. And that is completely legal under U.S. law. So um, do I think the prion thing is real plausible what do you think what do you think about the, what do you think about the whole prion thing that you know the, the the spike protein to give you mad cow disease i i i i would not put a whole lot of money on it but yeah according to the american council on science and health covid mrna will not cause prion disease or alzheimer's and it says here um let's see in order for proteins to work, they must be folded properly. An unfolded protein is useless. By analogy, think of origami. The unfolded protein is like a piece of paper. And folded protein is like an origami crane. A misfolded protein is also no good. It would be like breaking the crane's neck or wing. Again, useless. Sometimes misfolded proteins are dangerous. A particularly dangerous one is known as a prion. When it misfolds, it causes other properly folded proteins to misfold. Imagine the origami crane with a broken wing caused all of its origami crane friends to develop broken wings. That's what prions do. The most famous prion disease is mad cow disease, the infectious form of a rare neurodegenerative condition called Creutzfeldt-Jakob's disease. And that's what I was bringing up earlier. Um, not necessarily the whole sterilization or the effects that it has on the placenta, but more so the neurodegenerative disease that the the, the vax... Um, community, anti-vax community, have pointed towards with uh, folks becoming just horrifically, tragically um, affected in a similar way to ALS, where their bodies are just completely, their neurons, their neurons are <coughs> completely fried, exactly. Uh, there's an example of like a cheerleader uh, who was uh, uh, like a state finalist, and then she took a vaccine, and she ended up getting... Uh, you know, lateral sclerosis along with the Creutz-Jacobs disease and just, it was very tragic. Um, so a, a lot of folks are afraid that this is going to cause some form of dementia or Alzheimer's because of the, 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 uh, because of the prions. Um, according to certain experts, it, it has absolutely nothing to do COVID, the COVID mRNA vaccine has nothing to do with 
dementia, Alzheimer's, what have you. Um, but that didn't prevent Klassen from speculating that these mRNA vaccines might trigger the misfolding of two other prions called TDP43 and FUS that are also associated with Alzheimer's as well as uh, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. Um, the, he has no evidence. The method section of the, in, in a paper that this uh, that this doctor writes, and I'll if you can remind me, I'll, I'll pull up the uh, citations. But the vaccine may be worse than the disease. For good measure, he mentions that the coronavirus and the mRNA vaccines both might be bioweapons released by the U.S. government. Hopefully, uh, hopefully not. But um, there was a. Did that did that even make any sense? What I was looking at there. I, I wanted to, I wanted to say one thing, backing it up. Uh, you know, let, let, let's roll it back. Um, ScienceDaily.com, uh, September twenty fifth, twenty nineteen, uh, from the American Chemical Society. Uh, engineered protein crystals make cells magnetic. Just wanted to throw that out there, where they're they're talking about having you know nanobots go ahead and make structures in and around your cells in order to make crystals that are actually magnetic that can be tracked uh, that can be tracked and stuff just a little just a little kicker there so uh -huh. you know so someone's saying that uh oh you know you you put a magnet to your to your arm uh no 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 they've already done it they've done it um yeah so just wanted to so it's already been done just are we doing it to millions of people who knows uh and this you would think that there would be some sort of mass symptomatic event unless unless half the vials or a third of the vials are filled with uh uh saline then you wouldn't see that you wouldn't see it at all um that's that's again that's that's cuckoo um and i and i put that as as in you know possible no nowhere near being probable um but but so so end all be all on is the the whole prions uh bad cow I put it as possible. Okay, what do you think? Plausible, P possible, plausible. Yeah. Well, it's po it's possible because it's happened before. Yeah, but that's it's according to the doctors and the experts, quote unquote. Um, it's it's extraordinarily rare, so that's a risk that you're going to have to take. But for most people, it has no and other vaccines that you take also have the same mRNA effects. As well, just like the flu shot that everybody gets every freaking year. So it's, you know, uh, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to conclude with what you honestly think we, the people, should be vigilant of, what we should do about this, and, and where you think this is going. I'd be very interested to see because... I, I'm starting to get a feeling of normalcy. I'm starting to notice I don't wear my mask. Um, a lot of people don't wear their mask. We're not required to in Florida. There's no mask mandate. Um, even if you don't have the vaccine, you don't have to wear the mask. There's no legal repercussions for not doing so. If I'm sick... I'll wear the mask so I don't get other people sick. I think we're I think we're shifting into a new I think I think age. that is going to be I think that is going to be 
commonplace now. We're yeah, like feeling in, well, you wear the mask just like they do in Southeast Asia. Exactly, you know. And if you don't want to wear it, don't wear it. If you are wearing it, fine. You know, I, I think it's the people that are overly critical of those who do or do not that need to take a good hard look at themselves, because in a free and open nation, if if someone wants to wear a freaking mask, whatever, you know, it's 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 all about as long as you're not hurting me or hurting others, you know, as as long as you just you're doing what you need to do and contributing to society. Then who cares if you wear a mask? So I'd like to hear your opinion on that. All right. So, um, if I if I can get through one or two more pieces of the puzzle, uh, and then I'll, it'll be fairly quick, and we'll, then we'll, we'll go ahead and, and move on to that. Oh yeah, go for um, it, my brother. Uh, Moderna has a chemical in it called SM one hundred two. Um, deals with luciferase, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, according to Wikipedia, administration of luciferase, mRNA, and SM-102 containing lipid nanoparticles induces hepatic luciferase expression in mice. Um, blah, 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 blah. And so it is in the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. Um, this is a chemical that they're going to, they're going to say that it's, it's causing, uh, uh, it's, 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 you know, known to be a a, a a chemical that can catch fire, can kill you, can give you uh, cancer, et cetera. Um, okay, yeah. I, according to, if you look at, look up the, the thing on the website, um, it quite, you know, on, on the, like the data fact sheets, uh, especially the one of where it comes out of, yes, it says all that. Uh, that being said, um, a lot of people are saying no, that it's not that exact one, and that's actually something, something else. Um, I don't know. I put, I'm again on the wall on this one. Um, I don't know whether one way or the other, uh, but it's it's piling up evidence where you got possibility, 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 possibility. Uh, that's a problem. Um, this also may be one of the things that is causing women to go ahead and spontaneously abort. <clears throat> have weird um periods um part of the things that i've noticed is that the women in my life all have had weird periods lately very very weird periods um and especially women that i know have taken the vaccine uh, heavier than normal uh longer than normal completely off cycle um that sort of thing so how this- many women talk to you about their menstrual cycle, I'm, I'm that's I, I'm curious about that. Uh, quite, uh, <laughs> and how does that conversation happen? Four, 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 four conversations, <laughs> four conversations about it. Usually, when we're talking about the vaccine, um, and then more often than not, it's conversations that I've had with men about their wives or girlfriends who've had the vaccine, and it gotcha. and it causing that. Um, and so that's the that's another problem for it. So you have the, you know, the possible sterilization angle from the, the the proteins, the spike proteins, you know, making women sterile, making men sterile. You then have the mad cow disease, boom. You then have the luciferase. Yeah, something injecting something called luciferase into you is that's that's not if you're a Christian, that's crazy. Um, and then going from that, you also have you know the the side effects that are happening, the blood clots, um, the the magnetic arms. Uh, I I'm at a 0.02% chance of dying from this disease. 
I have no comorbidities, um, so I'm not going to be taking the shot. Um, I will not be wearing my mask. I don't want COVID, but uh, I'm not going to wear my mask for this reason. Um, I think if if the plausibility that when people get reinfected with COVID and they've had the shot, it becomes nastier, just like it did with the ferrets and the mice. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a huge uptake in deaths and a huge uptake in and uh, in, in, in bad cases in the fall. That will get blamed on either a new virus or blamed on us people who were not vaccinated. I don't think the United States has taken their masks off permanently. I think there's going to be a lot of states that will either A, leave them on, Oregon, they're wanting to leave them on forever, or they'll put them back on when there's a new uptick in either deaths or cases. Yeah, we, know um, about, we know what's going on in Oregon, so, you know, Oregon and, uh, and Washington State, there's, they, there's a lot of... <laughs> they flipped their lid, dude. Yeah. Um, I don't even like how... how, how Portland, hey, if you want to do drugs openly in the streets, Portland. Oregon. Portland. Head to Portland, man. Um, you can set up an autonomous zone. Cops won't even come. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have you have that. And then now I see the pressure with me because you have the government, you have governors, and you have – I've seen commercials on TV that are telling people who are vaccinated to tell people who have not been vaccinated to get vaccinated. Um, that is scary. That is horrific. You're putting pressure on people in order to get them something that is you yourself took. And, you know, it's, it's like saying um, I saw a meme, you know, uh, my bike helmet is only effective if 75 percent of people are wearing them. Um, and that's what you're telling me when you say that I have to get vaccinated. If, if the vaccine works mm-hmm. right, then what the hell? Do you care if I've been vaccinated or not? You're safe. Right. Right. If the vaccine doesn't work, which the Yankees, nine of them or eight of them have been tested positive, 30% of nurses and uh, 30% of nuns in a convent, all who were vaccinated got tested positive for COVID. Two of them died. Uh, and there's stories right and left about it. If you don't believe it works, then why the hell did you want me to get the vaccine? That's stupid. Right. So you have no right to tell me to get the vaccine. What's going to happen is it's going to be a two-tier society. Now that the people who do not want to get it are being pressured to do it, there's going to be a full court press on it. Right now, you're going to see worldwide governments go ahead and push people via incentives. Ohio in their $5 million. Um, you know, good old Cuomo in his, in his box of fries, you know? Um, Wait, what do you mean his box of fries? I didn't hear about that. Oh, dude, look it up on YouTube. It's precious. He's sitting there eating like this 99 cent box of fries. I'm like, if you got your COVID jab, you come get a box of fries. Um, <laughs> seriously. And in concerts, are going to make sure that you're going to have to be vaccinated. But how are we going to tell who's vaccinated and who's not? You can't really carry that card around forever. So eventually there's going to be an app on their phone and eventually you're going to have to carry that stuff around. And eventually the people are going to fake the app on the phone, which means that they're going to have to do something else and more and more and more. So if we keep up with this insanity of worrying about the common cold, which COVID is the common cold, mm-hmm. um, then it's, it's worse than the common cold. I'm sorry. Yeah, from it, is, I, it, 
for the people I've known who've gotten it. Look at look what's happening in India, man. That's that's scary. Yeah, but the kicker in India is a lot of those people who are getting really sick in India had the vaccine. That's why India kicked Pfizer out. Really? That's why India kicked Pfizer out. That's when India started kicking a lot of the vaccines out. um, Because they started realizing the people who were getting who had had the vaccine are coming back getting really sick. Now, India did a full court press and got way more people vaccinated than we did. Numbers wise. And so, but they also have far fewer per capita hospital beds as we do. So that's what's killing India is the person to hospital bed ratio and the fact that there's a lot of people got vaccinated and they are the, they are the ones showing up in mm-hmm. the hospital, not the people who have not been vaccinated. Well, not in the same numbers. Um, similar things are happening here in the United States too. Now, if that is all true and, and that is all factual, then you're going to see an uptick in the fall, John. And the mask's going to come right back on, and it's going to be five times worse than it was now. Mm-hmm. Because if, if if the ferret studies are true for the humans, then they're going to get sick as dogs. And the media is going to blame it on those who didn't get vaccinated. And you won't be able to see media on the opposite side of it because it's not allowed on Facebook. It's not allowed on TikTok. It's not allowed sure. on Twitter. It is not allowed on everything because of the the amount of censorship that's happened. My view is simple on this, John. If there's a nefarious motive behind this, world domination motive, it's Mm going to get very ugly before December. If this was just a bunch of people trying to make money off of a a disease, um, then it's all going to go away by December. If this was an attack on our country, you're going to have the former. If, if China released this intentionally, put, you know, literally welded people into their homes. So they got so thirsty that they jumped off eight floors to try to get water. Um, yeah, that's... That, that happened. So if they did that to attack us, then it's it's going to take the former. It's going to get ugly. Um, because... I want to speak on that, <clears throat> on, uh, on whether uh, I came from a lab in Wuhan before we wrap things up for this evening. And I think this has been a fascinating conversation. Yep. And I, I revere your your intellect and your articulation. And I think every episode's getting better and better. I think so too. I think we're we're really honing in on our ability to speak properly. And folks, we, we've got bloopers. We we don't just run and gun it. We we <laughs> we have to restart a couple times. Three and, times uh, today? <laughs> it was three times today. Three times so yeah but uh there was an interview with a gentleman named tucker carlson and yes he's with fox news but it's the most watched program on cable television um and they aired the conspiracy theory that uh uh that folks believe that this virus came from a lab in wuhan and he invited uh, a professor, Dr. Li Mengyan, who immediately wasted no time in explaining how it did not come from a lab, uh, saying, quote, I can present solid evidence, solid scientific evidence to our audience that this virus, COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2 virus, actually is not from nature. She said, it is a man-made virus created in the lab. Uh, over the next six and a half minutes, 
Yan, a, a, vi a virologist and former postdoctoral fellow at University of Hong Kong, explained that the Chinese government created the coronavirus in a Wuhan lab and released it intentionally. The virus's genome, she said, indicates that it was modified. She accused the Chinese Communist Party of silencing those who claim otherwise. And it's very, it's very difficult and shocking when, when you receive evidence like this. Um, unfortunately, he says, this is not the form for the details of your research. I don't have the grounding necessary to ask you the right questions. Um, so they then go on to say, Scientists worldwide have publicly shared the genetic makeup of the coronavirus thousands of times. If the virus had been altered, there would be evidence of its genome data, but there isn't. In March, several microbiology whoa, infectious... Whoa, 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 but there is. India, Israel, and a few others went ahead and looked at it with their giant, you know, billion-dollar machines, um, and they found the, the editing. They, they found where it had been edited in CRISPR. So, you... Some can say one way, some can say the other way, so it's disputed. But go ahead, I apologize. Well, they say it came from bats in Wuhan, you know, and that's what that's what the the narrative is. Um, they've publicly shared the genetic makeup of the coronavirus thousands of times. If the virus had been altered, there would be evidence in its genome data, but there isn't. In March, several microbiology, infectious disease, and evolutionary biology experts wrote in Nature, a respected scientific journal that the genetic makeup of the coronavirus does not indicate it was altered. Instead, scientists have two plausible explanations for the origin of the virus, natural, natural selection in an animal host, or natural selection in humans after the virus jumped from animals. Quote, our analysis clearly shows that SARS-CoV-2 is not a laboratory construct or a purposefully manipulated virus, the researchers wrote. Since that article was published, public health authorities have repeatedly said the coronavirus was not delivered from a lab. Quote, all available evidence suggests the virus has an animal origin and is not manipulated or constructed in a lab or somewhere else, said World Health Organization spokeswoman Fadela Chaib at an April press briefing. This is April 2021. It is probable, likely, that the virus is of some animal origin. Quote, if you look at the evolution of the virus in bats... And what's out there now, the scientific evidence, is very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, told National Geographic in May. One more quote, the sequence, sequences from U.S. patients are similar to the one that China initially posted, suggesting a likely single recent emergence of this virus from an animal reservoir, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So, but, 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 Fossey, Fossey, Mr. Tony Fossey, who has 1,000 patents, by the way. If mm. you work under him, he takes your patent. Oh, just um, like Edison. Yeah. And, and so he, uh, he said that it, COVID-19 did not likely originate naturally or coincidentally. So even he is taking a step back and saying it could have been done in the lab. And then you have Chinese doctors that are saying, hey, you know, we, we built this to go ahead and attack you. And it's worked. Congratulations. We have now won World Three via the COVID vaccine. So I see 
the, we sent the research there in 2015. Um, and then he, you know, Fauci may or may not, Rand Paul goes into how he did. Mm-hmm. There's documents that say that he signed off on and, and gain a function at that, with that, that, at that, uh, level four biolab that also being said that biolab was doing gain of function research so near that one down um it and it also has hiv and its genome that's its delivery system it has bits and pieces of a multitude of different things so how did like bats get aids from humans and then like have it transfer into a cold virus and then how did it jump back to humans just just so it you know landed on you know on our or or in a bat that was eaten or somebody got bit by a bat and that's how it got transferred it's mm-hmm. it's it's honky it was built i think it was built um other countries say it was built um a lot of researchers say it was built now some researchers are going to say that it's not built well who's paying those people right who's who's paying those people that are saying it was built i don't know enough to to say one doctor is better than another doctor that being said, how many things in this whole saga have there been like really blatant, like what the hell questions? Nothing, nothing seems right. It all seems fishy, doesn't it, John? It does. It all seems freaking fishy. And in you know, if you had a, if you had a virus that would that would shut everything down, this is the perfect storm for it. Um, and then you know if you have the virus that you then give vaccines for, and then those vaccines can force the COVID to create more crazy variants and more lethal variants, then you it's it's a beautiful weapon. Um, and it originated in Wuhan. I mean, that's what the Chinese said. No, well, the Chinese said that during the military exercises that we brought it over from the United States. Well, if we brought it over from the United States, why didn't we have the outbreak start here first? Why did the outbreak start in Italy first? You see what I'm saying, right? So, you know, it was it was humming along, and they were they were welding people into buildings um, in February, and closing down entire you know blocks in February. So, I just think it's interesting how how they now realize, well, they've known, but they can now peacefully shut down society with the flip of a switch essentially and everyone will just follow right along and everyone will quarantine themselves and stay in their houses and you know we we forget you know how things were in um i don't know that's actually related to the riots from one of the uh police misconduct cases never mind um, but basically, we, we the streets were barren for months and months and months. We worked from home. Everybody was home. Nobody worked. The the world's changed. It's 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 the United States has changed forever from that. But they know now that all there needs to be is some massive crisis like this. And we know that governments and laboratories and scientists that have been recruited by governments can't create these viruses. From our bio-warfare episodes, we know that it can be done. And there can be some sort of false narrative created to di- di- convince society that this is a naturally occurring thing. And you need to go get your shots. And you need to go make sure you have your, you know, your your, pa- your vaccine passport. And, y- you know, 
I, I would like to see how this pans out because there's absolutely nothing we could do except Correct. express our uh, opinion. My, my mother's fine. My grandmother's, my grandma's 80 years old. She's, she's good. She's fine. Uh, my coworkers are fine. They're good. Um, you know, my, my, the, the mother of my child is on the same page. Um, for all intents and purposes, she's on the same page. And, you know, similarly, she's, you know, I don't put her business out there, but, you know, she, she agrees. And, you know, I don't have the vaccine. You don't have the vaccine. So we'll if see you what... want to get it, if you want to get it, go for it. That being said, you're taking your life into your own hands for something that it, you are, you are the test subject. And if you want to go ahead and do that, that is absolutely okay with me. I won't be taking it ever, period. My wife won't be taking it ever, period. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of questions. And, you know, I don't have any more answers than anybody else. And, you know, I, I know I sounded Alex Jonesy, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I think this was good. I think it was good to have the discussion. I think it's important to talk about the, the different sides of the coin. And, you know, again... Uh, we've uh, we've crossed our threshold as far as time goes that we normally yep. do, but but the, but that being said, I uh, I, I thank you, Hollis. I thank you, thank man. You, thank you for being a friend, and thank you for doing a <laughs> book today. That was awesome. I uh, I didn't know what book I was going to do, and I'm sitting there going like, what am I going to suggest? 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 And you came out with your suggestion, and I was like, yes. I don't have to do it this week. It's so exciting. And and it's and it's it's so poignant because it falls right along with our topic of conversation this evening. Mm-hmm. And I encourage you to read it. Uh, in fact, I'll give you a credit if you use Audible. Uh, I will give you a credit so that you can go ahead and purchase it at no cost. Uh, eventually, we're going to have ads. We have the choice to create advertisement now, uh, according to our platform, our our main dashboard. But I've decided not to do that yet. Um, I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to try to fluff this 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 hobby that we have up by uh, interruptions with advertisements, you know, and the sponsorships. We're not at the point yet where we even make too much money doing it. Mm-hmm. So I have it. I have it switched off right now. But we're on I, episode. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. And. And, you know, I think we'll take the Facebook route where we won't have ads until, well, we need ads. So, Exactly. I agree. Um, so we have a website. Uh, we are on WordPress. And eventually I'm actually going to purchase the WordPress, uh, the URL. But right now it's uh, it's uh, we're, uh, in between the record. Hold on. I'm trying to pull it up. And there you're going to find... Uh, blogs about each episode and access to each episode. It's um, the homepage here. Eh. Well, it's a work in progress and it's under construction, so I will let you know exactly when uh, the website's up. It's just uh, in between the record with John and Hollis.wordpress.com, which is a really long name. And I think we should think of something a little shorter. But in between the record with John and Hollis. WordPress.com. There you can find uh, blogs on each episode and small descriptions and access to the Spotify 
um, uh, platform so you can listen to the episodes as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we, uh, although, you know, our audience is very dedicated and uh, listenership comes in ebbs and flows, we are on eight different platforms, including, up until today, Apple iTunes. (laughs) We are are (laughs) pre-banned. You talking about the COVID. Oh, no. It's over with. Uh, you know, everywhere that podcasts are listened to, essentially, uh, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Uh, we're listened to in multiple countries. We're listened to in the United States as most of our listenership. Uh, however, we have folks in uh, <coughs> Canada now. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, Canada. Czech Republic, Germany, United Kingdom, Indonesia, Australia, Ireland, Puerto Rico, Singapore, France. Italy, and we've had a listener from New Zealand, and I think I know who that is. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. And all I have to say is thanks for listening. And please show up for our next episode. Our next episode is going to be a little more lighthearted. We're going to try to find some kind of obscure, non-mainstream conspiracy or mystery, and we'll ride it. You know, maybe something paranormal. Let's talk about ghosts. Yes. Let's talk about let's talk about the ship in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, was it Pennsylvania or the, the ship that disappeared under a cloak, and then when it reappeared, the sailors were stuck in the in the metal. What was that operation? Uh, oh man, there's so much written about that. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. I do. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. Anyway, Hollis, go ships in general. That's another good one, but we'll talk about that later. Always a pleasure working with you, man. Always a pleasure doing this with you, man. You're awesome. Keep it up. You're a badass. Thank you for doing a lot of the background work. You're the hardest working man on this part podcast. That's for dang sure. So thank you, John. Thank you, listeners. And, uh, you know, how you doing? How you been? What's up, people? See you on the flip side. Love you, folks. <laughs>